This is the Colorado Real Estate Experience, where we talk about building wealth through real estate. My name is Dick Gerard. My co-host is Pat Draw. So, Pat, we are in uncharted territory here, obviously, for everybody. We've never been through this uh, pandemic, uh, quarantine, all this crazy stuff. So, let's just kind of talk about our experience in the last couple of weeks and what we've seen and what we kind of think is going to, to happen with the, with the markets and everything. And just kind of, uh, you know, how, how's your last couple of weeks been and, and, uh, your quarantine right now? Well, I'm sitting in my office, which is also, uh, like a workout room. So if that tells you anything, uh, definitely stir crazy and tell you that <clears throat> even though now our weather's better, um, allows us to get outside a little bit, safe social distancing, if you will. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. When you talk about uh, like where we've been with the market and rates, um, there's a lot to be said about the emotions from the customer's perspective, uh, a lot. And uh, it's just been, I've seen, we've seen a little bit of everything. Well, I mean, tell, let's, let's go back a little bit. Cause I, I think this is interesting. Like, what did you think about this thing when it first started? You know, when you started hearing about it, you know, when did you start really thinking about this virus as being something serious? You know, I mean. Well, here's, this is, okay. So it, it, it's, like, it's like getting uh, a great lead on um, uh, an upcoming company that IPOs and right. doubles and whatever, because I actually had a customer that I closed um, earlier this year, um, we closed at the end of January. Okay. Um, and he did, uh, this full write-up on the coronavirus. And it's very interesting to say this, but here's the deal. Like, um, so we came to the end of the month and, uh, I can't remember what it was. It was something we were getting close to the closing date and he actually had considered maybe trying to see if the sellers would put it off 30 days or so. And I was like, and he was locked at a really good rate, you know, in the, in the, in the mid upper mid threes, right. Mm -hmm. At the time it was, we knew, I thought right. we nailed a really good rate because it was right. about an eighth or quarter point better than what they were at the time. Yep. And so I'm like, are you crazy? He's like, I'm telling you, he goes, I just did a, uh, like several hundred page research document, uh, on the coronavirus. And at that point he was like on the coronavirus that's over in China. And that's what he talked about. What, 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 is he a scientist or a doctor or what was he? No, he's actually, uh, believe it or not, he does um, uh, training for um, first responder type stuff. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, in a lot of it has so it was to a do first with, responder kind of thing, like well, get ready for this. Yeah. But I mean, really, what he does is he's, uh, he trains people to, uh, he trains groups of people, first responder in terms to like, uh, um, and I'm talking about like school shootings and those types right. of things. Right, not right, necessarily right. like uh, All right. medical care. No, but, I get it. Yep. And, I, and I didn't even get into detail about why he was doing this, but he did this big project on it. And it was something he had to do a presentation to a group of people that he was working with. And wow. um, he said, I said, why would you do that, man? He goes, well, I would just want to take a chance. He goes, you have no idea what What's this coming? is going to be like. Wow. This is going to be monstrous. And I was like, you think? He goes, yeah, I'm just telling you. He goes, the economy's gonna. Fall. And I should have listened to him because if I right. went and sold my 401k and moved all the cash, because yep. I actually thought about it, and then I went about my business like normal and like everybody else. 
Right. Oh, really? No way. Wow. And I walked out of there, took a phone call and whoop, it was all gone. Right. But yeah, it was interesting because he said, this is going to be gigantic. And this is in January. Uh, wow. He goes, you have no idea. We have no idea what this is going to do. He goes, but I'm pretty much going to guarantee that rates are going to drop. Things are going to go crazy. And uh, we're in for a pretty big shock to our system uh, wow. in America. Yeah. So at that point, I realized it was something, something. Much bigger. But you didn't think about it too much. Yeah. Yeah. No, because you know what? I mean, first of all, I don't want to say Americans because it's not just Americans, but I mean, society in general. I mean, the world, society of the world, people just we've got stuff, right? Everybody's got stuff going on in their lives. Right. You just think about it. I mean, I'm more concerned at that point. I'm like, you know, Hey, rates are going to be lower. This is a great opportunity. So I, I, I totally prepared for that with people saying, Hey, I think rates are going to come down. I think we're going to see this major blip, you know? So I prepared from my business perspective. I didn't prepare personally right. because I didn't move my money to cash and stuff, you know? Right. And there's, well, it's a whole nother conversation, but right. Yeah. So, I mean, I prepared a lot of people and I, I think I did a pretty good job because I've got 50, 60 people that have already processed the thought that this could happen or would happen. And right. a lot of them jumped on it early. A lot. Uh, there are a lot of people that um, were still being extremely um, basic in their thought process of, of the fact that, hey, the market goes down, uh, interest rates get better type thing. Um, so there was a lot of people that thought that we were, we were only half the way there when we were you know, seeing rates around three, three and an eighth percent, whatever it might've been. Right. Thirty year fixed. A lot of people thought we're only halfway there. We're going to see 2%, maybe below 2%. And I mean, I, I, I don't have a crystal ball. I can't tell you this. I don't see that happening. I mean, you could see that, you know, even though the market probably justifies those, those low of rates, um, they're not there. So there's a reason for that. There's other pressures that are keeping them from going that low now. And so that probably means we're, there's some sort of threshold we're just not going to surpass, you know, yeah. but it was interesting to see that, that, that have that conversation with him. And um, like I said, kind of prepare people and uh, then it happened. Right. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. It's, it, it's interesting because I think for, for me, it was, cause I'd been hearing about it, you know, just in the, financial world about then in January, you know, um, and they started talking about it and how it could affect the markets and, and that type of thing. But I didn't really take it like how it's going to affect me and my family, you know, right. until, you know, I, I guess it was two weeks ago, you know, when my kids were getting ready for spring break, you know, and then they started saying, Hey, you might not be coming back to school, you know? Yeah. And, and, and when they started shutting schools down and they started, you know, getting really serious about it, that's when it kind of, you know, yeah, I think that's when everybody started thinking about it, you know, when it starts affecting people in your life, you know, like, Hey, our, our life is going to change next week, you know? And I, and we had a week to kind of think about it, you know? Um, and now my kids are doing homeschool. They're sending their stuff, you know, through email and they're doing their assignments and things like that. And it, and it's like, okay, now it's really, you just think about that. And it seems like months ago, doesn't it? it to, does. to where, you know, and it's really only been a, a, a week, a week and a half, you know, till things really started changing in, in our life. Well, here, yeah, no, well, here's a great example. 
you know, uh, one of my daughters uh, was doing part of her like some college semester. They have like a three week uh, that, that ends their semester and hers was in Italy. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. And so uh, it was interesting because they started, she was so upset, uh, more mad. She wasn't <laughs> right. so she was angry about it. Let's just be honest. Um, when they came in and said, I don't think we're going to be able to do this Italy trip. But at that point, we didn't even know, like right. the news was, it wasn't that, in Italy yet. Yeah. yeah it wasn't, no, it was right. like, uh, it was in early February, I think. Yeah. And they talked about potentially going, Hey, there's, we may not be doing this Italy, you know, semester, uh, thing because of the coronavirus. And she was like, what are you crazy? I mean, and I even said, Italy, it's in China. Why right. would they cancel your Italy trip? Is it that right. bad? Right. I had no idea. Right? right. I mean, to me, in my mind, I still had compartmentalized this problem. Right. As China. a China problem. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was already paid for. And she was looking forward to it. Yeah. So a lot of things had to change. And then it was, it went from, we're probably not going to do it. The, the class in Italy to, or it's canceled to holy cow. And it was like, after they canceled it um, was when things started really becoming uh, real. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, they were, they were very real at that point. So I was like, holy cow. Like I was thinking, what, what's the connection to, you know, China and Italy. Right. You know, I mean, I know there's a connection because people travel all over the place, but I didn't think their connection was any different than anywhere else in the world. And then it right. seemed like they got hit so hard. I was like, wow. Cause I really thought, well, gosh, if you know, cause I'm my mind, honestly, cause even the cruise ships were kind of quarantined. That was when they first started like quarantine. Right. They were coming from cruises uh, from, from over in China, you know, right. so I'm thinking, right. Well, how many, I mean, are, are there cruise ships, you know, yeah. how many from, cruise ships from China are there? Like, yeah. The Italians going over to China. I mean, how's that working? And I just didn't, I didn't get it, you know? Right. Well, you nobody know. did. And, and because we've never gone through anything like this, you know, I, I've never gone through anything like this in our, in our, in our lives, you know, and, and I, I, I was, I was talking to my parents, you know, who were in their eighties and my mom was like, yeah, we used to get quarantined when, you know, when I was in eighth grade, we had the polio thing and a couple, uh, you know, three of my brother's friends died from it, you know, and it's like, you think, you know, uh, yeah, it, it's like, you don't you don't even think about that because we've never gone through anything like that, you know, but then talking to her, oh, yeah, we've gone through this and we used to get quarantined for measles and mumps and things like that. So the people that are in their 80s and 90s have, have seen things kind of like this but not exactly like this, you know, but we've never seen it, you know, and, and we've never had this stuff happen. So it's, it's a totally different experience for us to even know how to, how to handle this, you know, but. Yeah. I mean, it's in really, and it's, it's still, which is, this is why you're seeing like, especially here. I mean, this is why you see kind of the, I'll say lockdowns or the, you know, the safe right. shelter or whatever, uh -huh. but I mean, the reason why is because I, I still think there are a lot of people that just don't think it really pertains to them. Oh, of course. Which isn't really the problem. The problem is what you're going to do, what's going to happen to somebody else because you're um, not taking it seriously. Here, here's another great example. Yesterday, a customer calls me and tells me the story of how she checked on her uh, 70 or 75-year-old friend um, just to see how she was doing. And the gal... Uh, turned out she had the coronavirus. She had it. And, oh, really? But, but she had it, had been to the doctor, and the symptoms were now gone. And basically, she was at the stage where they're like, listen, if you're in the clear for the next four days, you're, you're good. 
So she had technically kicked it. But here's the crazy part. Um, here's what the, here's what the, my customer, my, we were talking about, which was interesting was that the gal had refused to really think it was that big a deal, even in her seventies and had gone all these different places, the grocery store. Why she had it. Yeah. The doctor for something else, uh, the drug store, all, you know, all these different things. And it was very interesting because uh, <laughs> they made a comment and I think, I mean, it's, you never know. And this is the way I've chosen to think about it, but they're like, she just killed three people potentially, right. you know? Right. And I'm like, that's, I think that's the stance everybody has to take. Like, again, uh, I don't know. I mean, you never know if it's going to affect you. It's, you know, there have been people that have been healthy. that's affected, even though the yep. majority are people who are compromised and at risk and so on and right. so forth. There's still plenty of healthy people that's impacted. I mean, it, yep. your body just may not have the enough immune support. But right. the point is, is that that's the stance I've taken where it's like, you know what, I'm trying to not go anywhere unless I absolutely have to. Um, if I do go somewhere, you know, like I'll go out and ride my bike. I'm trying to stay, steer clear right. of everybody. Right. You know, go, I'm going, like I went this weekend to ride um, down in Canyon City twice. Well, we waited okay. all the way till the end of the day, you know, with the last three hours of light on purpose, figuring that everybody had taken advantage of the sunshine and the warmth and right. the people that were getting out were already out there. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the, the real problem is it, it, just like you said, I mean, the coronavirus is one thing, but when we fill up our hospitals with all the coronavirus people, you know, that might survive, you know, a lot of them will, you know, cause they're in the hospital, they're on respirators or whatever. I, you know, we're not doctors. We don't know exactly what's, but, but when those things are, are filled, how many people are going to die of, car accidents or appendectomies or heart attacks that could have been helped that aren't able to get into the hospitals because of, of all of this. And I think well, that's what the real fear is. You yeah, know? So it's not, just the, it's not just the people who die from the corona, it's the people who die from other things you know, that, that could have been helped without the coronavirus people being in there. Yeah. Well, so there's I mean, a, there's a lot of things to think about to, through this and and um you know it's it's, it's a, the impact is layered across the board. Oh, absolutely. You know, and and we've never seen anything like this in our lifetimes and so we don't know how to deal with it, you know. Right. Um as as well as if this happened if this kind of thing happened every 4 years we would know exactly what to do. But it's this is a new thing, you know. So we we have to uh you know deal with it you know, and, and that's what um, bringing it back to the markets and things, that's why the markets are reacting the way they are because this is an unknown and markets do not like um, uncertainty. They don't like things that are unknown. And, um, you know, the sell-off of the stock market and the craziness in the bond market, it's just a, it, it, it's just a, um, a very difficult time to predict where things are going in the short term. Right. I think in the longer term, I think it's, you know, we know that the markets are going to come back and they're going to level off and they're going to, you know, um, get, get a little more stable than where they are right now, because you cannot predict from 
day to day where, where things are going to go. I mean, the markets are up because, oh, they're going to have a stimulus package. Oh, they didn't pass the stimulus package. So markets are down and, oh, they didn't like the stimulus package or they did, or now there's a new one or that. So the government intervention in all of this is going to prop the markets up at some point, but how much of that is real and how much of it isn't, that's a whole nother thing. Well, and I think we, that's, that's why with everything we've just said, I mean, I think we flipped the script and go, okay, let's really look at some of the positive things that we can take out of it. And I'm not talking about, uh, this is the fine line because you don't want to talk about capital capitalizing on this stuff. Right. I mean, there's nothing positive about the virus itself and what it does to people. Right. But But how do you take advantage of the opportunity? Right. Well, because it's, I mean, what's going to happen, we have to look at it this way. We're going to come out on the other end, right? No matter what. That's right. You know, and uh, things are going to get back to normal. Uh, right. Matter of fact, if you watch anything on TV at all, there's a huge push to, you know, there's basically- Get back saying, to normal. Yep. Our economy is not built to be shut down for a month. Right. So I think you're going to see things happening. And I agree 100% with, um, in a very bipartisan manner, with regard to like, I thought that uh, Jared Polis did a, a really good job basically saying, listen, be smart. You know, right. I'm not going to mandate, we're not going to have people patrolling the streets and throwing you in jail because you don't, you know, you're out there doing things. Just be smart, you know, take yeah, that. But, that take but then there was a bunch of people out playing volleyball and basketball at, at the parks this last weekend. And that's why they're having to be a little more um, hey, we're going to force this because you people aren't doing what we what you need to do. Well, and I think that's important because that's what they're, I mean, that's what a lot of, again, I, and I'm, I'm saying it from a very neutral, right. middle of the road level. Right. That's what a lot of the politicians are saying. And it's, it's I actually agree 100%. It's like, listen, cut it off now because we've got to get the economy back going. So right. if we let it go way too far out of hand, we're really in trouble, right. you know, more so than we are now. We you can know, make we'll this last it, longer than it needs to last, right? Exactly right. And, yep. and our economy is not, I mean, our, our system, our right. society is not built for that. Right. So I actually agree with that. But I think that what that does is that really opens the doors for a lot of opportunity for people to to save money, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, everybody everybody needs it. Nobody doesn't need to save money. So that's just a crazy thought to think that somebody doesn't need to say it. I don't care what it is. Right. But I mean, right. think about this from the standpoint of, you know, when the, the, the Fed stepped up and said, we are going to buy an unlimited amount of treasuries and mortgage-backed securities to ensure that mortgage rates stay low to keep the, the economy flowing. That's a prime opportunity. That's not, hey, I'm going to crawl in my hole uh, because I'm too worried about things going on. You know, you still do your, you know, still have your, your, um, your vigilant mindset of I want to do the right thing for what's going on out there, but also have a, uh, a mindset of um, making the right decisions for you and your family, right? Because you don't want to in, in 60 days, 90 days, 120 days, when things are at least under control and they're, they're moving back to normal, then why would you not, why, at that point in time, why would you want to go, boy, I wish I would have, or I wish right. I could have, and you, don't, and you don't want to. So I'm saying, Take full advantage while you can. You know, if you have the opportunity to take advantage of these interest rates and save two or three hundred dollars a month, why in the world would you not do it? You right. need it, right? And think about that stimulus, right? Think about it. that's like the government giving everybody thirty five hundred bucks this year, right? Right. That, that's a lot more money um, in the long run because that's not it's not just this year; it's next year and the year after and the year after and the year after right? That goes back into the system. And that's what's going to ultimately in the long run, 
help everything that's going on now recover not only faster, but better. And that's where I think our real opportunity comes up now is going, okay, let's do the right things as, as you know, the socially, socially responsible things as individuals and human beings and Americans and Coloradans, right? Let's do the socially responsible thing and take, take full advantage of, um, you know, not being a part of the problem, but let's also take this opportunity to um, help the growth in the rebuild or the regrowth of the economy, especially right. locally, but take advantage of what's available. Well, you have to put yourself in the right position. It's just like going to the grocery store right now. You know, you, 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 you don't want to pass up the canned goods if you need the canned goods, you know? I, I mean, you don't want to take too much, but you, you, you want to take enough to, to protect your family and to put them in the right situation. And, and that's what we're talking about financially, you know? put yourself in the best position. This might not be the best time for you to refinance. I have people right now that I've told, no, now is not the right time. Right. But at least they're looking at it. At least we've got them on a list of people that are ready to pull the trigger when rates do drop to a certain level. And that's what you have to do is it might not be the right time right now, but it might. You might be able to save some money. You might be able to pull some money out. There's a lot of things that you can do right now when you're, um, you know, quarantined, you know, and, and uh, working from home, you know, work on your finances a little bit and just make sure you're in the right position for you and your family in the future, whether you're looking to move up and or move out or move somewhere else, or whether you're looking to stay where you are for the next 10 years. Let's make sure that we look at all your finances and make sure you're, you're set up to do whatever you want to do, whether that's move up or move out or buy a, new, buy a place if you're renting right now. This might be a great time to buy because there's less people out there looking and more people that are kind of hunkered down and not, not doing anything. So there's a lot, of, a lot of things that you can do, but reach out to us and, and let us help you through those decisions and make sure you're making the right decision. You might be in the perfect position right now to just stay where you are and do nothing. But let's have that conversation and, and talk about it and make sure that it, it isn't time to, you know, make, do a refinance and save four or five. I, I saved somebody $1,000 a month, you know, um, closed last week. You know, that is going to really help them make it through these next couple months and make it through, you know, the next few years. I've had two people that have saved over $500 a month just, just with refinancing the rate. Absolutely. Just because yep. the rate was so much lower and their loan was big enough where it was huge. Yep. That's not paying off any debt. That is true. Right. $500 a month off, yep. your, off your current mortgage payment. And I've had people that have pulled money out to help them through this and to be able to refund or, uh, uh, you know, redo their house or, or to redo something or to have that money repositioned into something else. And it's, there's, there's a lot of different opportunities that you can do that we would love to, you know, strategize and help because that's really what we're here for. And that's what this, that's what we, that's what we do this podcast for is to really build wealth for you through managing your mortgage and, um, you know, managing your, your real estate, um, holdings. Yeah. Well, now's the time to do it. I mean, and, and, you know, let's, so maybe before we sign off, let's address this because there's an emotional side to it. 
right? And I don't know that people really know where they stand emotionally until they get into it and start discussing it. Because like I said, I mean, I have a lot of people um, that have, you know, that I, again, I mean, I was fortunate enough to listen to the, you know, my customer mm-hmm. four months, three and a half months ago right. and started pitching this to people, right? This is going to come up. So I mean, a lot of my database already knew, at least the ones that were paying attention to what I said. Mm-hmm. And so there was a process that a lot of them had to go through emotionally to do it because a lot of people, I mean, there were a lot of people that are in the high threes, you know, or low fours and maybe in their mind, it wasn't going to make as big a difference to them as they thought. Right. And so um, there are some people that were like, boom, they jumped on it. Let's go. Let's refinance. I'm saving. I'm good. And there were some people and still are some who are looking for, they have a magic number in mind, you know, and I've had, and so it, it split off and it branched because there were the people that jumped on it right away. Then there were the people that had this magic number in mind, or at least here's where I think it's going to make sense to me that have come around because rates have changed. Right. And they're not, you know, necessarily rock bottom low, like they were for a very, very short period of time. Um, and they've come around a little bit, you know, and so you have some people that I think are still being, um, they still are looking for, uh, not just the lowest rates in history, maybe the lowest rates in the history of history, you know, because <laughs> they're even lower than what that we probably will see. But there's plenty of people that have said, all right, I understand where this is going. And here's, here's kind of what I'm looking for. And maybe, you know, they're more realistic in terms of what, what's out there and what, what's going to make sense for them. So I think well, that there's an emotional side that the people have to go through. Absolutely. And, and there are people that are afraid of their jobs. You know, I've had people that have lost their jobs already through this and there are going to be there there is going to be an economic um you know a cost that's going to it's not just the virus it's going to be people are going to lose jobs people are going to go bankrupt people are going to lose their houses because of this and we have to kind of address those situations too and just the only thing you can do is just put yourself in the best position you can and and that's all we're talking about is is let us help you put yourself in the best position you can there there are going to be people that are going to lose their jobs for no fault of their own you know no fault of their company no fault of anybody except for this virus is going to cause those things to happen and um, there's nothing you can do about that. You know, um, you, you just have to put yourself in the best position to get through it and move on to the other side. Every financial downturn, even if you go back to the Great Depression, people got through it and, and people were better off, you know, it, it, after, after a few years, you know. So you, have, you, you will get through this um, and it, not everybody's going to come through unscathed. You know, there, there's going to be some problems and we just have to put you in the best position to get through this the best way, the best way you can, you know, and that, that's the only thing that you can, that you can hope for, make the right decisions, but do not try to hit the bottom of the interest rates. Do not try to buy stocks at the very bottom, you know, do it smart, you know, look at the trends, you know, um, it, if, if, if you didn't, if you didn't sell at the top, then you're not going to be able to buy at the bottom, you know, um, of these, of these stock prices, you know, if you didn't sell, you know, when, when everything was up, you know, and the Dow was over 30,000, then, you know, you're not smart enough to pick the bottom either, you know? So just, just kind of know that and that the professionals didn't pick the, you know, didn't sell at the top. 
you know? So it's, it's something that is, is very important to me to get out to everybody is to just don't try to get the lowest interest rate in the history of mankind because that doesn't matter, you know? It really doesn't. Get the best rate you can, you know, at the right time, but don't try to time it because there's a lot of people that missed. How long did those rates stay down? Less than a week, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, well, and it wasn't even a consistent week. They no, didn't stay down for a week. It wasn't. There was, it was a couple days, eight, right? Seven days yeah. over the course of about two weeks where they stayed down. Right. So we had to nail it. Right. And and you just have to get the best deal that, that, that you can. And if you can save a few hundred dollars, do it. You know, and then if you can do it again, do it. But don't try to don't try to time the market to the bottom because you're gonna miss. You're going to miss out on saving. Now you're not going to save those $200 and it's going to, uh, you're going to regret it, you know, in, in the long run. So don't try to get the bottoms. Don't be greedy during this time. Just do the best for you and your family and, um, you know, try, try to get through this the best you can. But if you can, if you can save a little bit of money and you can take some opportunities to do that, then, then do it, you know. And if you could buy some stocks at some really low prices, go ahead and do that too. But don't try to hit the very bottom you know, of, of all of this, you know, and, and I think that that's, don't be too greedy through this. Just try to, try to do the best you can, you know, for your family and, and, um, and, and try to help, help some people out in the meantime. Yep. So, um, well, hopefully, um, let's just kind of sign off with that. And, um, hopefully everybody out there is staying safe and, um, this virus won't affect you and your family, but um, try to do the best you can and try to be safe out there. And we Absolutely. will be back call, next week. Call us. If you have any questions about where you stand, Absolutely. just give us a shout. Was it 720-650-6440? Yep. Give us a shout. You can call, text, or you can um, message, message us wherever you see this, and we'll, we'll be happy to help you out any way that we can. Everybody stay safe and enjoy. That's right. Good luck out there. Yep. Good luck.